No guards, no masters, only helpful advice. It's Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Kia ora Justine. Morena, how are you? I'm good, how are you going? Good, thanks. Had a good fortnight? Always. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, some people on the tech machine have not had a good fortnight yeah. because <laughs> they have work problems. Uh, Shall we just get into the first one straight off the bat, Annabelle? Yeah, here we go. Um, Hey, Justine, I'm a primary school teacher and I had a broad-ish question about mandate changes. With education vaccine mandates being removed, I'm curious about what that means for staff who lost their jobs because they were unvaccinated. At my school, we lost two staff over it and those roles have not been filled yet. Personally, I think that we should be vaccinated in schools and I worry about teachers who are still unvaccinated this deep into the pandemic. I'm all for supporting our community out of the uh, out of the conspiracy rabbit hole, but not at the expense of our kids. I guess all of this is to say, can the school still hire different people for those jobs or are they obliged to offer them back to those who had to leave? This is a really good question yeah. and totally share this um, texter's sort of concerns around someone who's, you know, unvaccinated this late in the pandemic mm-hmm. teaching kids. Um, and just like, you know, yeah, and also just the health and safety kind of concerns. So totally just want to validate that firstly. Yeah. Um, so the government has actually just sort of released some advice on that. And um, so it, it is it is kind of good news, I think. Um, and the, the sort of advice is that a former employee does not have a right to get their old job back um, or any other role with their previous employer. Mm-hmm. And that employers still have... Um, the ability to kind of go through a risk assessment and for some roles you know part of that risk assessment will still be a requirement of a vaccination for a role there's just not a sort of far-reaching government mandate um for teaching but that doesn't mean that some that um schools don't have the ability to do a risk assessment and come on their own sort of decision you know come to their own kind of decision that their, you know, teachers do need to be vaccinated. But, yeah, there's no expectation that someone who has been let go because of a vaccine, vaccine mandate is going to then be rehired. Um, yeah, that's so, the advice right. that's been given, yeah. Is it then at the discretion of the school itself? It, 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 I suppose it's at, yes, it is at the discretion of the school. And I think, like, um, as teachers, you have a role to play in advocating for what you'd like to see there. Um, because it is a, you know, as I said, it's like this does affect you, and, and on, you know, obviously it impacts the kids as well. So I think parents do need to be involved as well. I think this is a community decision that needs a collective, really decision that needs to be made. And it'd be good, I think, if we can start having those conversations now before the management makes any kind of decision, right? And just making sure that those voices are included because it shouldn't be a top-down decision. Yeah. Well, this text says, Hi Justine, I signed a minimum wage hospo contract a week before the minimum wage went up, but my rate hasn't increased yet. Should it go up or have I signed away that increase? Feeling a bit stressed and silly. Not to worry. Um, so, <laughs> so you can't sign away your absolute minimum um, employment rates. And one of that is the minimum wage. That's why it's called the minimum wage. <laughs> so regardless of what you signed, the minimum wage has changed and therefore your rate is now the updated minimum wage. Um, and that should be um, sort of reflected in your pay immediately. So just see that it is um, because otherwise your employer is breaking the law. <laughs> 
Hmm. What is the minimum wage at the moment? I feel like I should know that. What? Oh, gosh, that's actually a really... Oh, no, I've looked it up. Page. I've looked it up. Oh, the, the new minimum wage rates before tax, tax are, for an adult, $21.20 an hour. So uh, if, I do know what the living wage is, though. What's the so living the wage? The updated living wage is $23.65. Hmm. So if you are earning below $23.65, the way the living wage is quantified is it's how much you need to earn to support yourself if you've got children. Um, if you've got children, it's kind of calculated um, if you know there's one full-time worker and one half-time worker in a family. But basically, yeah, it's calculated how much you need to survive and actually be part of society as well. Just have a little bit extra so you're able to to be part of society and not just kind of like totally living you know, paycheck to paycheck. So yeah. that's twenty three sixty five, and um, I think that's a level that we should. You know, it, it's um, the the minimum wage is getting closer to the living wage, but the fact that it's not a living wage is um, that is quite bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It, it should. Yeah, they should be the same thing. They yes, should be synonymous. Absolutely. I would. I would. I would say that that we should not accept anything below a living wage. Yeah. Especially there are. You know. Yeah. There's just no job. There's no job that you shouldn't be earning a living wage at. Well, I agree. That's All right. Yeah. Unionize your workplace. That's why you should unionize your workplace. But anyway, yeah. that's a story for another day. Oh, well, that, 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 that actually that, ties that, in quite nicely. Bloody good segue. Um, we have a texter who asks, uh, if you're in a small workplace which isn't unionized, is it better to start your own one? I know a couple of people are keen. Or is it better to join an existing one? So, this, this, yeah. So, so... I guess I just want to clarify something. If you join mm. an existing union and you unionize your workplace, that's a new union and that is your union. So there's, there'll be a specific, you know, if you have a, a new contract, a union contract at your workplace, that'll be specifically, you know, to your workplace. That's mm. a specific contract at your workplace. So that is a new union. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's kind of you're, you're joining one, but you've also got your own part of that. Yes, yes, exactly. So you don't need to start a whole new union, which is a whole legal operation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's an enormous amount of work to, ha- to have a new union with your own specific contract at a workplace. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say, generally speaking, in a small workplace, um, if there is a union that covers you, you should... You know, draw on the fact that that's already there. The resources they have the resources to help you start a union at your new place. They're just facilitating that. They're not kind of yeah. Does that make sense? I just, yeah, I just wanted to clarify kind of that. Um, you don't have to start that, from scratch. Yeah, you don't have to start from scratch. I, I think if that were the case, it would be way too onerous, and mm. people just wouldn't be able to do it. Um, but yeah, no, you should definitely um, join to so join an existing one and start that union new union at your workplace um for people who are in really specific kind of sectors that don't have a specific union like you start a union if a sector doesn't have a specific union and you think you need that but you don't start a new union if you have a small workplace but there is a sector union if that makes sense yes i hope that makes sense yeah Yeah. no absolutely so yeah the answer is kind of both yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) is it better to do this or this it's like oh you do it both at the same time yeah but first step, join an existing union. All of you join an existing union. Give them a ring and say, hey, we're ready to have a contract. So come on down. All <laughs> yeah. right. That's cool. Well, thank you very much, Justine. Uh, if you have a question for Justine or uh, Celine, who is on rotation with Justine, we have a renters' rights segment and a union workers' rights segment. 
Uh, any questions uh, for either of those people, you can text in on 5395 and we will uh, put them to Justine or Celine uh, every week at 9.30 on a Monday. All right. Okay. Thanks, Justine. Good up. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Cheers. See ya. Yeah. Take that, the man. Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs.